Hello, welcome back to the Active Ingredient Podcast. I am beyond excited for this week's episode because it is about a topic I have not stopped talking about for over six months, which is when I first discovered it. Uh, But the theme of the show this week is all about human design. And when I first heard of it, I was like, I'm very confused. Have I been living under a rock? Like, I don't understand how this is the first time I'm hearing of this. And that other people that I knew in the wellness space, some knew about it, some didn't. And I was just very confused. I was like, how, how, how am I just now learning about this? And it really stunned me. Like, I feel like I haven't been this shook at something in a very long time. And since figuring out what this is, I have not stopped learning about it since then. And if you have seen me or talked to me literally in the past six months, I can almost guarantee you that I have brought up human design in one way or another. And I know that the very close people in my life are probably like, oh my God, we get it. You love human design. But I just, I honestly, I can't get enough of it. And I just think that it's so fascinating. It is so spot on. And, um, I also wanted to give a little context that I don't like, I, I I understand astrology. I think it makes sense. I do think that we're guided by the sun and the moon. I don't know that much about it. And I have never really been super called to dive really deep. Like, I don't even know what my, like when people ask like, what's your sun, moon rising, all that stuff. Like, I don't, I don't even really know that. So I just wanted to give you context that like, I, while I love all of these, you know, wellness topics, like I actually don't know much about astrology. So when I came across human design and it really stopped me in my tracks, I was like, Whoa, like I did not expect this for me (laughs) at all. And it really just landed. And for the people that I have shared it with, for the most part, it has landed too. There are some people that have been kind of like, whatever, but for the most part, people have been kind of like, wow, this is pretty wild. So because I keep talking about it and because I reference it all the time. And if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I post some things about it. I wanted to do a solo on what it is, how it can potentially help and how I've actually put it into practice, because I feel like there are so many different modalities out there. Um, and you don't really hear that much about how people actually utilize that in their day to day. And since learning about my human design, which I'm going to get into it, but I am a projector. I just feel like it's given me the biggest permission slip and the biggest exhale to just operate as I naturally am versus trying to fit into a mold of what is kind of like deemed as the way to do things. And it's just been a huge sigh of relief. I'm I'm just grateful that I came across it. And, you know, I really believe in universal synchronicities and timing. And I'm just grateful that the universe put this in my path because I'm obsessed, obsessed with it. And I want to shout it from the rooftops, which is why I'm here doing a whole solo about it. So human design is a part science and part spiritual system of a personality analysis. And it basically is an an analysis on self-discovery that combines parts, astrology, the I Ching, 
the Kabbalah and quantum physics, which is a lot of things to combine. And something that off the bat, I personally loved about human design versus all other personality tests. You know, there's the Enneagram, there's the Colby A, there are so many different quizzes or questionnaires out there or programs that you can kind of like understand your, your way of operating, but those are cool. But in my opinion, those aren't whole or complete because they're, they're asking you questions as you present today. Right. And my whole thing with active ingredient is that we are, our role is to uncover all of the conditioning and programming that we have to get back to the core essence of who we are. And human design asks you three things, your birth date, your birth time, and your birth location. And what it tells you is your core essence. So it's not asking you how you tend to procrastinate, or it's not asking you how you are in social situations. It doesn't, it's not asking you how you present today. It's literally just asking you your birth date, birth time, and birth location, which I know in astrology, they ask the same thing, but this is influenced heavily by astrology. So it to me is way more in alignment with the way that I'm looking to navigate the world, which is essentially coming back to that place of whole essence. Right. And I just love that. This is kind of like when you understand your design and you kind of like see, like you feel so seen and so validated without it asking you questions about your personality that you're like, how the hell did this thing know that. And it's because there are certain things at the time that you were born in the location that it, it essentially is kind of like, I mean, I really do believe in the fact that we all have free will and that like we're co-creating. It's not like it's all fully predestined. I do think that like we get to choose how this thing plays out, but it is cool to see that there are kind of like these imprints that we have as humans or as your individual self that they are who you are. And it's wild to me that this thing kind of regurgitates exactly what that is. And it's very specific, like everything from like how you eat, like the way that your digestion works to the way that your energy is best suited to, you know, like move through your day, um, from the way that you work, from the way that you relate to the world, from, the way that you bring opportunities and success into your life. Like there are all these different elements of how we operate. And it's super interesting because there are five human design types and throughout history and throughout like evolution of humankind, there are parts of the, of the system. Like if, if there's five, um, designs in different periods of time, there will be more of one specific type of human design in the world, meaning that like, there are more of like one of the five of humans out in the world, because that's what the world needs at that time. And so the five different types that are under the human design lens are manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. And the five of these designs work beautifully together. And there are some of these designs that are the majority of the population, which ends up being that that's kind of like all of the advice that you see out in the world and all of the, you know, 
the way that people like kind of see as like the way to operate within this world is seen through the lens of the majority. So a lot of times other designs that are not the majority design are trying to keep up with or operate in the lens of the majority of the design at the time where they're kind of in an uphill battle because they're not utilizing their energy correctly. I might have lost you here. So I'm going to go back to what human design is and how it came to be, but I just kind of wanted to give kind of high level on why I'm absolutely obsessed with it and why I find it to be so fascinating that depending on what's happening at any point in history, there will be more of one human design out there in the world than another. And we're coming into a shift and there are different human designs that are coming onto the scene. I'm actually, I'm a projector and that's one of the newer, um, designs, which I'm, I'm still in the midst of learning this, but I do find it to be super interesting, but I it's, it's a minority. So I had been operating in a way that was definitely for the majority uh, or like, you know, what, um, the majority designs operate as, because I thought that that was the only way to be successful or to do things a certain way. And ever since learning about this and learning more about how my design works energetically and allowing myself to explore what that's like, I will never look back. Like it is so freeing. It is so liberating and it is just fruitful. And that I think is like the most, um, it's probably the most important parts of this, right? Because at the end of the day, we all want to feel fulfilled and you kind of see that by way of how it expresses out um, in the world. So basically this man named Robert Allen Krakauer, I never know if I'm going to say his name, right? He is the creator of human design. It was created in the eighties and it is based on the premise that every human is born with a unique set of characteristics and a specific purpose in life. And that understanding and living in alignment with your design can lead to greater fulfillment and success. So the five human design energy types are manifestors. Manifestors have a powerful energy that can initiate and bring about change in the world. They are designed to inform others before taking action as this helps prevent resistance and conflict. There are generators. Generators make up the majority of the human population right now. And that's likely where a lot of our influence comes from, because if the majority is saying how to do certain things, that's what the world thinks is the right way, but it doesn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily make sense for other designs and they're designed to have sustainable and consistent energy. They're meant to follow their gut instincts and respond to life's opportunities, which allows them to tap into their life force energy. Then there are manifesting generators, which are a unique energy type in human design that combines the traits of a generator and a manifester, and they have a natural ability to initiate and manifest things quickly. And they also have sustainable and consistent energy of a generator. So they're kind of like manifesting energizer bunnies. (laughs) So they have consistent long lasting energy. Um, and they are manifestors. 
Then there are projectors. Projectors have a focused and penetrating energy that allows them to see deeply into situations and people. They're designed to wait for an invitation before acting, as this ensures that their unique insights and abilities are recognized and valued. I'm going to get into what that means for me as someone who literally works in public relations, which is hard to change the way that I had been operating from, you know, being so external, I guess. Um, but it's, it's really fascinating. Also, that is, um, the second smallest population right now. And then last is reflector, which is the most rare energy type in the world as, as it stands today. And reflectors, energy is highly reflective and adaptable. They're designed to be deeply attuned to their environment and to take time to make decisions. They need sample. They need to sample the energies around them in order to find their true path. So I am not an expert in human design. I read what these five things were. I honestly know way more about projectors because I've been trying to learn and kind of master my energy within it before learning about the other energies. Um, and there are so many ways that you can kind of like interact with other people via the lens of human design, which is just really cool. Um, but like I said, what you need in order to understand your human design is just your birth date, your birth time and your birth location. Um, my kind of like favorite leader right now in the space, uh, to teach and educate around human design. Her name is Jenna Zoe. She has a podcast called my human design. It's literally on my weekly rotation. I listen to it every single week. It is, um, it goes live on Tuesdays. It's so valuable. And all the content that she puts out is just very clear, easy to digest and practical, which is what I want to get to is like how I've kind of like implemented this design into my day-to-day -day life. I feel like she does a really good job of bringing real life examples. And there is a lot of nuance to this. Um, I think that there's still a lot to be learned, but she does a really good job of kind of diving into the nuance and showcasing how it can be beneficial and help us navigate, um, our energy type and the way that kind of just makes it feel like a big exhale. That's like really how I think about human design. It's just one big fat exhale and like a big permission slip to just act in your, in your way. So you can check out for your chart. I'm literally, I don't work with them. So you would think that I'm like their number one salesperson at this point, but I do not work with them. You can go to myhumandesign.com to look at their chart and to look at your chart and, um, it'll tell you what type you are. And then it'll give you kind of like high level on, um, I mean, on so many things. So I would definitely check that out. Um, so I'm going to keep going on what this, um, what like the, this site kind of like is saying about what it is. Understanding one's authority can help them make better decisions decisions and live in greater alignment with their design. Another important aspect of human design is the idea of conditioning, which refers to the external influences that can impact a person's design and lead them away from their true path. By recognizing and overcoming these conditioning influences, a person can more fully embody their unique design and live a more fulfilling life. Overall, human design offers a unique and powerful approach to self-discovery and personal growth. By understanding one's unique design and living in alignment with it, individuals can achieve greater fulfillment, success, and happiness in all aspects of their life. So that's, that's the why and what it is. 
Um, I love this stuff. Like, I think if you're listening to active ingredient, you might love this stuff too, but let me tell you, human design just really stopped me on my tracks, like more than anything else. So now I'm going to get into how kind of operating through the lens of my human design is different than how I used to be operating. And then also how it's helped. So I would say the, the biggest kind of hurdle or the biggest thing that I, I couldn't really wrap my head around it. And I'm still trying to figure it out is that every design type has a optimal way of navigating the world. And it's basically like the way in which you share your gifts and for projectors, the way that we do it is by it's called waiting for the invitation. And when I first heard this, I was like, wait, what? Like, that's very confusing considering what I do for work is very much outward facing. I'm constantly pitching my clients. I'm constantly externally reaching out to do a collaboration or a partnership. And so I was like, how am I supposed to operate, you know, within my human design lens, if I'm supposed to wait for the invitation and not be proactive. And this is where the nuance comes in. And I do think that like in some level I was operating through my lens and the things that actually had like played out in my life that were like that felt really good. And that were really successful did come from this kind of energy of waiting for the invitation. And I'm going to explain. So essentially if you're looking to, let's say for, if you, if you're looking to get your client in uh, a piece of press, right. And you're a projector, the way that I've been navigating it right now has been instead of proactively reaching out to do like this type of coverage, I have been posting about my client organically nonstop. And then when people ask me questions like, Hey, what's this about? Then I'll go in and be like, Oh my God, this, this, this amazing client. You have to try it out. Like this is more information. And that's not the case all the time. Like I still am doing some proactive things because I, ha- I haven't really like flipped the switch entirely, but I've been finding a lot more flow and a lot more kind of like mutually beneficial energy when it comes from this angle, when it comes from like, just kind of putting things out there in the world and then seeing who's asking questions. And then when I get the question, then the answer becomes something that is mutually beneficial. Um, another thing about my design that was hard to understand was that my design is, uh, an inconsistent projector. And I think that when you kind of like dive deeper into this, you'll start understanding all of these terms a little bit more. I'm still kind of learning it, but inconsistent is a word that is just so negative in our society. Like it is seen as quote unquote bad. It is the opposite of success. It is all of these kind of just like lame energy around it. Right. And when I started to understand what that actually meant. I was like, holy shit. Like I really am like, I am an inconsistent energy type. And to me and how this kind of presents in human design is that there are moments in my day, in my week where my energy is kind of like insanely attuned. And then there is, there are other times where it's just absolutely not. And there, 
rarely do I feel like every single day, the energy is at the exact same time, but for the most part, I would say that the attuned energy happens in the late morning. And then there are many hours in the day where I feel just inconsistent. I'll just kind of like need to go outside for a walk. I'll need to, um, move my body. I have a trampoline on my, on my balcony. I'll like need to jump on my trampoline. I need to like do something because I feel like I can't spend nine hours straight doing the exact same thing. I just, that's just not how I operate. So learning this and understanding this and starting to trust that the exact amount of energy that I have to be focused on something is the, is enough, that that's exactly as much as I need to do because projectors while inconsistent in the times that they are focused are basically like, it's like times a thousand, right? So when I can focus for like two to three hours, I can accomplish like three days worth of a to-do list. But, and this really isn't to show off. It's just to say like, that's so much more useful for me, for everyone in my life. If I can just capitalize on the hours that my energy is like naturally in flow and come from that angle, it feels very mutually beneficial. Every single thing that I'm putting out there when it comes from that energy and allowing myself rest and learning in the other hours, that is the way a projector navigates most fluidly, like most yeah, fluidly. And to me, that's successful. Like it's to me, it feels successful when I am moving and it feels like flow. And since doing that, I have been noticing a massive, massive, massive difference in what the, um, end product is and what I'm creating the, the, the amount that I'm, and it's really not about producing more and more and more at all, but it's like the level at which I'm producing now, because I've just given myself the permission to say, Hey, you are on, you're on it for two to three hours a day. And then in the other hours, it's not about doing for you. And that's the difference is like, I I feel like for a projector, because you see so deeply into things and it's so charged, right? Like you, when, when people ask you questions and you know, the answer you penetrate at another level and in or in my in my opinion in order to do that it really does require a lot of absorbing information learning digesting and before learning about human design that is what i was doing i was just constantly listening to podcasts constantly reading constantly looking at um things that were informative and that is how my my system works and then in the 2 to 3 hours that i'm in outward producing time right. That I'm like externally like doing those hours are while shorter and like conventionally speaking, like you would say, Oh, that's just two to three hours a day. That's it. But like in those hours, that's all I need to get everything I need to get done. And it's been, it's been like, I mean, it's only been six months since I've been like learning about this stuff, but I've like a projector, I have been learning about it every single day and trying to apply a little bit more into the way that I'm functioning. And it's just been so liberating, so exciting. It's really exciting. And it's all about just understanding your energy and learning how to flow with it. Because for a long time, I thought that you had to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and do all of these things before a certain time. And execute on 8 million things on my to-do list, but then that's where burnout happens. (laughs) And 
that's not like the universe didn't design us to burn out. It designed us to be in flow and to be fulfilled and being able to operate within the energy that is yours. It's your energy type is so incredibly freeing. And with everything, like I've said on this podcast, 5 million times, try things on if it calls you. And if it does not feel like it's like working or it doesn't click, don't do it at all. Like this podcast is really just, I am sharing things that are resonating with me and bringing on experts that are talking about things, but it's not the end all be all. And I also don't put this in like a pedestal, like the only way that I'm operating through my life. I just find it to be absolutely fascinating. And I do really believe in so many of these ancient modalities and these ancient ways of thinking and philosophy, and it combines all of those things and it sits with me. And that's the, that's like one of the main things that I really do want on this podcast is for us to be able to trust ourselves more and to listen when things feel like they have really struck a chord and this struck a chord with me. And I am still very much kind of learning and learning how to operate within it without it being the only way that I look at life. And it's been helpful, which is again, why I'm even talking about it on this podcast. So I'm really curious to hear if you've heard of human design, if you have heard of human design, have you tried it on? Have you tried to explore what it's like to kind of move through your day through the lens of your design? And I would love to hear from you if you have. So DM me. Um, and hopefully one day I can have a amazing human design expert on the show. Cough, cough, Jenna Zoe, <laughs> just saying, um, anyway, I also really do recommend her podcast though. It's, it's really, really good. It's called my human design. I'll link it in the show notes and follow her on Instagram. Also, it's really, it's really valuable. And also if you just search human design on podcasts, like just start consuming a little bit at a time. Um, I am a paid subscriber to the, my human design app. It is so interesting. And I mean, I don't know what that says about me, but I, (laughs) I really, really love it. It's actually like one of my favorite apps that I have. Um, and that is everything. I hope that this was interesting for you. Um, if there is anything that you want to share with me as it pertains to human design or anything at all, always feel free to reach out. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day and your week. And I will talk to you next week.